This episode of In the Field with Gould Water Technology, a show on the Xylem Salting Water podcast about residential water trends and technology, was recorded live at Groundwater Week 2019 in Las Vegas. Find Solving Water wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to In the Field with Gould's Water Technology, a podcast series on Solving Water, a Xylem podcast. We're recording live today from the 2019 National Groundwater Association Groundwater Week, and um, we're going to be speaking with several different guests on a, a bunch of different topics impacting the residential water industry. Uh, my name is Amanda Holloway. I'm with my uh, co-host Griffin, um, and we're joined here with uh, Christian Bogan from eWater and Susan O'Grady from Xylem. So thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me. So I think we'll just get started. We're going to get into minimum advertised price policy, otherwise known as MAP policy. That's the topic uh, we're going to be speaking with you about. But why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us a little about a little bit about yourself and what you do. Uh, well, I got started in the business in 1990 and uh, really was introduced to the industry from there, a little company called Golden State Pump that was based out of San Bernardino, California. Uh, worked there for a number of years uh, from ground floor, from the warehouse uh, into inside sales and uh, quickly gravitated into, uh, into different sales positions within the company. I had a very good mentor, a gentleman by the name of uh, Bob Meredith uh, that taught me a little bit about the business and then uh, moved on to work uh, for a company called Frederick Pump and then Western Hydro and then uh, opened up my own company after leaving Western Hydro. So, oh, fantastic. I can go on and on and on about that. So I, I, <laughs> I'm going to cut it short. So we'll, it's, we'll uh, get, we'll steer long you story, back 30 years, the... is a, it's a long story. So Gould's Water Technology recently refreshed its MAP policy and its 10 Promises campaign. And so just curious, there's some of the primary drivers behind that um, and some takeaways for consumers and dealers. Well, I can tell you, you know, minimum advertised pricing is just, it's just, it's the tip of the iceberg. I mean, really, at the end of the day, what Gould's needed to do here is they need to draw a line in the sand. And really, to my knowledge, they're the only major manufacturer in the pump right. industry that has created this policy. And it really is to protect their core business which is working with licensed contractors in the United States and abroad. So they, that's how the policy came about. I mean, so they, yeah. this was the, I mean, really they're listening to the voice of the contractors, the voice mm -hmm. of their distributors, the voice of uh, people that really matter in this business. Um, sure. It's not the Home Depots of the world that matter. It's these licensed contractors that are walking around here yeah. and that really, at the end of the day, pay us all. And so this, I mean, one of the biggest, I think, challenges is what I'm hearing is that there's a lot of unauthorized online sales that are really sort of yeah, driving I, this, this push. Yeah, Amanda, and I want to be clear. Um, I think a lot of people would like to believe that it, it's distribution, buying from the manufacturer, and then opening up an internet storefront and putting it out there. I think we need to be real clear, because that's easy to control. It's easy for a manufacturer to go to the distributor and say, listen, stop doing that. But what's happening is distribution is selling to a licensed contractor at a significant discount, and that contractor, some contractors that are able to buy at a wholesale level are opening up a storefront and offering this product online. And they have a, I can't see it from my house mentality. They're not doing it in their own backyard, but they're selling this product and putting it out into, uh, out into uh, sure. in the market uh, that doesn't affect them. And right. so, 
it, it can be very pervasive. It is uh, something that uh, contractors are very passionate about, mm -hmm. but it really boils down to the manufacturer holding the distributor accounts accountable, and then the distributor holding that contractor accountable. Sure. So it's a trickle-down effect. Right. But if we, we we all have to pull this, we all have to pull this horse together. We can't sure. just do it alone. So, but I am again. I got to reiterate. As far as I know, uh, Xylem uh, Goulds is really one of the only big major manufacturers that have actually put this out there and said, "Listen, right. if you do this, you're not going to get any warranty. There's no there's no help for you there." Sure. So. And so that 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 raises a really great point because I think that some of the another driver behind this is not just the fact that that there's this unauthorized online sales but that the homeowner specifically the consumer is wanting to find the least you know the least expensive price on a pump and kind of do it themselves so what what can we tell homeowners like what do they need to know about the risks of purchasing their own well well, well pump? Let's, yeah, let's just start from a safety standpoint this is what you're dealing with something that uh, it deals with drinking water. This is something you bathe with, you cook with, you drink. Your kids drink it. Don't you want to have somebody that absolutely knows what they're doing handle that for you? I don't go to the doctor yeah. and say, hey, listen, I'm going to go ahead and perform that surgery on me after you told me what you're going to do. <laughs> so at the end of the day, uh, it's going to end up saving that homeowner money because the homeowner does not maybe fundamentally understand what they need to order. They don't understand their system. They have no idea of what really needs to happen there. Sure. What they're doing is they're looking at maybe a, 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 a quote quotation from this contractor and they see a model number and they, they get online and go, hey, listen, I, I found that pump a lot cheaper. Well, I gotta tell you something. That is a huge component of that contractor's income. Yeah. Huge component. Uh, it's not the only component, but it's a big component because they have to stand behind that for a minimum of five years because the manufacturer has a five-year warranty. So he's putting his name and his reputation on the line. There's a, there's a huge aspect there that the homeowner doesn't realize. That, that contractor is going to go ahead and install that pump, in some cases install that pump. Maybe the labor rate goes up because his, the profit has been taken out of the, the equipment that he was originally going to sell sure. to the homeowner. Uh, but then at the end of the day, he's going to say, hey, I'm going to put this in. Mm -hmm. There's zero warranty. Well, what happens if it fails? I'll come out and I'll charge you to pull it. If you bought it from me, I probably wouldn't do that. If it happened within the first, if something sure. happened to this product within the first year. But I'm going to come back out and I'm going to charge you for it. Then I'm going to ask you to box it up, ship it back to whoever you bought it from. All the while you're waiting for fresh water to come out of your well. Yeah. And this could take up to two weeks. And then I'll come back once you deal with whoever you dealt with on the internet. Mm -hmm. I'll come back and I'll install your new product. And then you'll get another no warranty. So. Yeah, I mean, you, you also got at something uh, about, like, the professional installer from an economic standpoint, right? So, like, we, you know, you said this is livelihood. Their, their main source of, of income is to be able to go this it's, route. It's called knowing the cost of something and the value of nothing. So it's, it's not really understanding what that contractor brings from a value proposition standpoint. Uh, the contractor has spent years and years and years of his life learning his trade, learning what he does, servicing, servicing customers all over his geographical area. He's seen 
all kinds of different situations. He could maybe even identify what happened to the pump in the first place and correct it. Now, if that contractor shows up and there's just another piece of equipment laying on the ground that he has no idea how it showed up, what, what is he supposed to do with that? Right. So. Right. It, 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 like I said, it'll end up costing the homeowner a little bit more money than, than they were originally spent. Sure. Well, and you kind of mentioned, you know, this idea that, oh, it's not in my backyard, so then I don't worry about it. Right. But in this case, it kind of is because it's a local business and it's a small business. Well, that's, that's the thing. I mean, it's just, you're, you know, you're supporting a local contractor. That local contractor is going to go to that local store, buy groceries or buy supplies, maybe employ somebody that works there in town, and that person's going to spend their money in town. It is a... We need more of this in America, not less of it. Uh, the internet is a wonderful thing. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I use it every day, just like you guys do. But I use it. I, I know my limits. You know, I know that I am not a person that can fix my air conditioner. I know I'm not a person that can uh, fix my car. We take we take these things to people that are professionals that sure. know what they're doing. Yeah. The same. It's the very same thing. Right. With your drinking water. Right. Let's, just, again, your drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Susan, maybe you can um, jump in on this one. Uh, how? Uh, what are some of the ways that Xylem is working t- to combat the issue of online sales or unauthorized online sales? Yeah, so like Christian said, we are the first pump manufacturer to take a stance on this. Um, we did have a policy put in place a few years ago, um, and we did our best to try to monitor this. But now we've hired a third party. They monitor the web every three hours. Um, we have a dashboard of anyone that violates our policy. Um, we do the research to find out who this, um, who the violator is, and we involve our sales team, our distributors, and the the, the violator in in this policy. Um, in the short time that we've hired this third party, we've already seen about a 30% reduction in um, wow. uh, in violations, and um, some of our bigger violators are now in compliance. So um, we are taking a hard stance on this. It is going to take a while, and I can't say that everything's going to be perfect off the get-go but we are um, you know we're, we're taking a stance and we're going to be working to get this down to very little violations so that we can protect our professional contractors want to learn more about how xylem is solving water in areas like municipal water stormwater management and water treatment listen to through the water cycle our latest show covering all things in water utilities today Episodes are available to stream or download now in the Solving Water Asylum podcast feed, wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, I mean, it's Pandora's box. You're not putting it back in. I mean, it's just, it's out there. It's going to happen. There's nothing that's going to end up stopping it. But I think that the companies like Xylem that do make a stand and try to do something, uh, they're going to end up winning in the market versus another of their competitor that just want to turn a blind eye and just let it continue to happen. It is controllable. It is Mm -hmm. absolutely controllable. It's just to what extent, because we are in a free market, let's not forget. You know, I'm a wholesale distributor. I can buy all the products I want from Xylem. I can pile them up in the middle of the street and I can let people just drive by and pick them up. That's my prerogative. That's not the way I want to go to market and that's not the way any of our contractors want to go to market. We're all doing this to make a decent living and make money. and that's, that's really at the end of the day. And, and to, uh, to a certain extent, protect the homeowners from themselves. I sure. mean, honestly, everybody wants a great deal. But I think people have to understand, you know, getting a great deal on socks is one thing, but yeah. getting a great deal on something that's, you know, 
growing your growing your plants in your backyard and watering your dog and and and, and bathing your children is a completely different thing. Sure. I think one thing that um, that we've talked about and I've talked to some contractors is some tips that you know some of the contractors I think different states have different requirements, but don't like you know maybe you don't need to put the entire model number on the invoice so that the homeowner doesn't do some it's, of that research. You it's, know? It's, uh, it's 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 a struggle. For the contractors, uh, I've tried to work with the customers that I deal with on not itemizing every single thing. Uh, maybe just 10 gallon per minute, one horse. Maybe it doesn't have to say Goulds, um, but at the same time, there's a lot of contractors that they really hang their hat on the brand that they're selling, and they're proud of that. they're proud of that. Yeah. So they want to put that on their quotation. Maybe their competitor is putting something else, and that contractor can sit there and say, "Well, listen." Um, here's the differences between our two products. Um, it is, it's difficult, Susan, to, to, to try to ha- help these contractors protect themselves a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> when times are good and things are, are, are really rolling, particularly in summertime, that contractor can turn away installing that pump because the, con- because the customer bought it online. But maybe in the wintertime or when things are slower and you need to generate income to keep your people employed and keep yourself employed, uh, Sometimes you have to install it, and uh, it, but it's it's contractors out there that draw a line in the sand and say, "Listen, yeah. I will not install this for you. I will not help you with this. Sure. I, you're a good person and a good customer. It has nothing to do with who you are as a human being, but you are messing with my livelihood." Yeah, I have co- other contractors that call me all the time, and they want to buy directly from me just because they're a contractor. But where I operate in the state of California, we have specialized licenses. C57, C61, D21. And these contractors say, well, I've got a contractor's license. I said, well, do you have any one of those contractors in license that I just mentioned? Well, no. I said, okay, well, what do you do for a living? Well, I'm a roofer. I said, okay, Mr. Roofer, let me give you an example. What if I could go to the very same place that you buy your roofing materials and I was able to buy all that material at the very same cost that you buy it? Would you like that? And he says, no. I said, well, that's exactly what you're asking me to do. Yeah. I think you said it best, too, is I think this policy works um, when the manufacturer is working with the distributors and the contractor, and all three of us are supporting the policy, right? Because, I mean, Xylem could put a policy out there. We're trying to enforce it. But, like you said, if the distributor is not working with those contractors that are violating, and then the violating contractors aren't following the policy, it just doesn't work. And I got to tell you, this is a double-edged sword as well because I've been there. I've done this. I've had a contract. I've had, I've had a contractor that was buying directly from me or from a company that I worked for, and we found out that he was selling this product on the internet. All along, we knew that this was pervasive. It was a, a bad thing. So we went to this, we advertising went, the price, <laughs> not selling. We're we're allowed to sell. We can't prevent anyone uh, from selling. Okay, sorry. About that. <laughs> <laughs> at, at any rate, what we wanted to do is we went and had a conversation with this contractor. And at the end of the day, this contractor said, "Fine, if you don't want to sell me product because I happen to be advertising on the internet, then I'll just go buy it from somebody else." So it's again, it draws back to yeah. what Susan just said. If all distributors stick together sure. and not just you know kick the can down the street, uh, then this can work. And this right. will end up right. really helping a lot of good people. And Coldwater Technology and Xylem has, so they've been doing some other things aside from implementing this refresh policy. 
to support the professional contractor, right? So things like education. Um, yes, yeah, so we have a few different things that we have going on right now. So I think um, part of it is we've done a campaign um, which highlight our, our 10 promises to the industry. We've done a lot on social media to promote this policy. Um, you know, I, in some of our training classes, we do talk about this policy as well. So we're doing, you know, kind of trying to hit it from a, a, a few different um, ways to try to promote it to the industry. Right. And resources, too, for the, the contractor to learn about, you know, how do they have these difficult conversations with the homeowners when they're faced with this type of thing? Because you're right, they get in this position where, you know, maybe they're not comfortable having that discussion. They want to help somebody out and then they're stuck with you know not being able to to navigate that appropriately i've been dealing with gould's uh xylem a very very long time and i can tell you uh from a first-hand uh standpoint that they've always been a leader in educating the contractor they've always been a leader in educating the people that supply their equipment uh, and that is key uh, educating people is well knowledge is, is everything and at the end of the day, if you don't know what you're selling, you don't know what you're talking about, how can you, how can you dare to help the, help the homeowner? Yeah, I mean, it's like a, a loyalty thing, right? In return for the loyalty of the customer, the contractor, the, what have you, you know, we'll, we'll provide that loyalty That's just back standing them. behind something start yeah. to finish. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you know, you build a product, you sell a product, you put the product out into the field, and you just, it's got to come full circle. And that's what Gould's uh, Xylem has been very, very, very good at culturing is, is that, that atmosphere. You know, we're with you all the way. We're going to build this. We're going to ship it to you. We're going to help you sell it. We're going to troubleshoot it for you. And if you have problems with it, we're going to take care of it. That's great. So even though it's a Pandora's box and you have to get a lot of people in line and, you know, you have to make sure all the distributors are working together, you know, what is the... What's the next step, or is it just kind of baby well, steps? I mean, well, the next step, I mean, you can get really rigorous, you know, and then you start pushing people away from the product yeah. because it's so rigorous. But at the end of the day, I think you have to understand, again, where your core market's at. Companies want to grow, and they want to generate revenue, and they're going to find ways to do that year in, year out. It's hard to sacrifice revenue to just make a small, you know, a, a really kind of a limited group happy. Gould Xylem sells to a broad range of people. And so the contractors, while it's a huge part of their business, is not their only part of their business. So they have to be cognizant of that. I think the, um, the only thing we can really do moving forward, because like I said, you're not going to put it back in the box, is that you have to choose the manufacturers that you want to do business with. There's people that are going to stand with you and try to mitigate or to try to do something about this situation or there's you can do business with people that just really don't care whatsoever so I'd like to believe that a company like Gould's that has been around for so very very long is going to look after their long-term business and they're going to look at different ways by listening to the contractors listening to their customers that is your best voice that is your best pulse what do they want from you what do they want as the next step asking a distributor I can have a lot of opinions but I think you have to ask the guys the boots on the ground, the guys that are actually twisting the wrenches. Ask them what they want. Ask them what they would like to see happen next. It's a complicated question, and there's no silver bullet. Right. Well, Christian, it's been um, really insightful, 
and really appreciate you coming on today. Thank you. Um, if you uh, want to get some more information about the Gould's Water Technology uh, minimum advertised price policy, that's should be on a website or yeah, is that it's a, on our gold.com website yeah. so there's okay. our, our policies out there it also talks about how we don't honor warranty to consumers um, so and we also have a form if there are violators that um, you can report them I mean we obviously have the dashboard that we see it or see most of them already but if um, you want to submit that you're able to do that on our, our website as well Great. well thank you very much for having me thank you both thanks thank you.